Hey friends, it's me, your old pal Amber. Um, just coming in here at the beginning to let you guys know that this episode does have a little bit of a disclaimer. Um, content's great, but your girl uh, doesn't totally know what she's doing when it comes to recording audio yet. So she made a little bit of an oopsie. I'm the girl, by the way. It's me. I made a little bit of an oopsie. So the sound quality isn't perfect on this one, uh, but just hang in there. You'll get used to it. It's fine. Um, we're learning together. We're growing together. Nobody's perfect. Poe buddy's nerfect. <laughs> Yeehaw. Let's go. Hello and welcome to OK, but I'm not getting my hair wet. Hi, I'm Amber. And I'm Jilly. <laughs> and uh, what are we talking about today, Jilly? You were talking about the well, the exact topic that you texted me was the Patterson Gimlin film, and I was like, I'll tell you my exact reaction was, oh my god, I gotta watch a whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then like immediately looked it up, and the first thing I read was like how long the movie was, and it was like fifty seven seconds. So I'm like, excellent. <laughs> I, I can do this. This is <laughs> this is great. Perfect. Don't know the subject, don't know at all what the movie's about, but 57 seconds I can sit through. And how'd it go? <laughs> it was great. Riveting. Riveting. Oscar worthy. Truly. Um, but yes, we're talking about the Patterson Gimlin film. What made you interested in this topic, Amber? And in in like the, when you first, how'd you first stumble upon it? Um, so. I'm really excited to talk about this because cryptozoology in general is one of my favorite things. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to find a gateway into that that wasn't just like a concept. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't want to tell you, I, did, I didn't want to say like Bigfoot. Yeah. You know? Um, so the Patterson-Gimlin film is basically when somebody says the word Bigfoot to yeah. you, it's like that image of a a hairy creature walking through a forest of sorts yeah. and he turns around and looks and then he keeps walking and that's the big, the big footage. Yes. Um, had you seen that before? That was such a big gulp. Gulp? Gulp. Um, I had seen, I don't think I've seen it in motion before, but I've definitely seen like a photograph. Right. Like the like still. still. Yeah. The looking back. Like, Hey. And I didn't, I, I guess I, I didn't know what it was. Mm -hmm. I did. I really knew very little about Bigfoot. About Bigfoot. <laughs> about like people talking about Bigfoot. About people talking about like the abominable snowman. Or is that like the same thing? Um. Yes. It's different. It's. It's a regional thing. A regional thing. Yeah. Yeah, but also um, the quote-unquote yeti, like ninety-nine percent sure. Like stories of the Yeti, mm -hmm. um, it, he's a bear. Like it's just a bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like that's what they call, like bears. Yeah. <laughs> so, but also there's like, you know, proof. Uh, but my, my extent then is Expedition Everest and Animal Kingdom. Uh, that's perfect. I love that. Yeah. It's actually hot take. Favorite ride? Um, it was probably my favorite ride until I started getting really motion sick on rides. That's 
that's valid. Yeah. <laughs> I just think it's a good coaster. Yeah, it's great. It's a great... I love when it goes backwards. Ooh, ooh. The first time? Ooh. The first, when the Yeti still worked? Yeah. Yeah. It was in disco mode. <laughs> yeah. It's just, just flashing lights. Um, there's a picture of Josh Gates mm -hmm. from the television shows about Bigfoots and stuff. What does he do? Expedition? Expedition Unknown. Unknown. And he's so handsome. <laughs> and, and there's a picture of him posing next to a plaster cast of a Yeti foot that he found on the show. And I was always like, there he is. And there's the foot. Um, so anyway, I really got into cryptozoology uh, when I was young, mostly because I watched a lot of um, like 90s Discovery Channel with mm -hmm. my father. Yeah. And my dad was into my dad was in the way. Good for you. Big Some educational TV. So we watched a lot of stuff and then like um I have a lot of memories of just like talking about like the Loch Ness monster. <laughs> <laughs> Are you it, it was like a lifelong thing for me. Are you a monster a movie monster fan? Oh big time. Love that. I'm a, I'm a movie monster girly. So, um, cryptozoology is an all-encompassing idea of cryptids and their biology and yeah. whether or not they are real. Yeah. So this film comes along, it breaks into the public yes. persona of America. Yeah. And um, so how did you start your research? Well, first, I just kind of just read the entire story of the of of how Roger Patterson and Bob Glenmillan described what happened, right? Um, that day, just because I'd never never looked into this, so I'm like, what? First, I just started reading. I'm like, what is even happening? What are they talking about? <laughs> like, what is going on? I remember like one of the first it, they were making a short film. Yes. Where where Bob Gimlin was dressed as an Indian tracker. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. This this was my favorite fun fact. This was a lot of, like, twisty-turvy. It depends on, like, who you ask yeah. and at what time. Yeah. Like, is what happened in the story. Okay. Um, but, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Continue. But anyway, um, and so basically, they're hopping along on their, uh, their horse, they're on horseback mm -hmm. through, uh, hold on. They were cowboys. Buff Creek. Yeah. In Northern California. Yeah. Um, and... Roger Patterson saw this thing, this ape-like man, woman. Um, Wikipedia actually describes it as a large, hairy, bipedal, ape-like figure with short, silvery brown or black hair covering most of its body, including its prominent breasts. It did have prominent breasts. That's why I said man, woman, don't know. <laughs> yeah. Anyone could have breasts. Mm -hmm. Um... And he dismounted his horse, mm -hmm. and he grabbed film from his camera. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you everything that happened. Because yeah. I want the people to know, yeah. in case they don't know, and yeah. then we can get into it. Yeah. And he started frantically recording and running, so like the footage is kind of crappy. Um, and he asked his friend Bob to cover him, who grabbed his rifle, but did not point it at the creature. No, because they had an agreement. Because they had an agreement that if they found it, that they would not kill it. Um, and then we got the footage that we now see of this 
thing. Yeah. Walking. Do you believe? In a straight line. In a straight line. Um, do I believe? I don't, I, but this is the thing, because you're going to tell me something. <laughs> I want to know now what you As think. of now. Yeah. And everything I read, I was like, why would this man, specifically Roger Patterson, spend the amount of time and money he did post this, trying to find this creature again if he knew it was not real? Right. So that's your reasoning. Yeah, I just That's pretty good reasoning. Yeah, I'm like, because that's a lot of money to Um, put into it. Yeah. Not to take... Did you read anything about Bob Gimlin and what he got up to afterwards? Well, I read that... So he stayed silent for the most part after that because they basically weren't going to give him a third of the profit if found. Allegedly. 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 And so he was kind of mad about that. So he didn't really talk about it. Um, but then, as of the last, like, 15 years, I want to say, has become more vocal about his experience. Yeah, and he's straight up, I saw what I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, like, I saw a video of this old cowboy man, like, explaining everything he saw. I'm like, why would, why would they lie? Why would they unless someone else was making why a joke a on them. Lie? I'm so, why, why would a man lie? <laughs> I don't know. I but you're gonna you're gonna tell me more things. But also, like, it makes no sense. Also, that this creature is real. Do you think it looks real? Like, are you sold on the image of Bigfoot alone? It looked very small. Okay. <laughs> I imagined it to be bigger. Uh, that's fair. Because even like an ape is bigger than that thing was. Um, like, are you thinking Harry and the Hendersons? No, I'm thinking, like, not a, a have, gorilla. Have you ever seen Harry and the Hendersons? Maybe? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I'm no. Picturing, you would know. I'm picturing something in my head, but I don't know if that's the thing. It's John Lithgow, um, as the father of this family, and they hit a Bigfoot in the woods. <laughs> Wait. And tie it to the roof of their car and bring it home, and then it's, like, their friend. This look. film was also very important to me. Harry so Henderson? they think he's dead. Harry and the Hendersons. Harry and the Hendersons. They think he's dead. So they bring him home and then he wakes up and he's like, Rah! there's like. Oh, yes, I know what you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> and then they bring him back to the woods at the end and then there's like all these other Bigfoots in the woods. Oh my God. No, this isn't. I was just thinking of gorillas. You're I like, saw no, like, the I was zoo. not. I don't think about <laughs> Harry and the Hendersons as much as you do it, but that's not what I was thinking about. But when you said that, this was the image that came into my head. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, no, I was just, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't understand like the logic. I don't understand the logic of faking it. Right. But. But it, I also don't know if I believe it. Completely unbelievable. But that's the fun of it, right? Yeah. It seems completely unbelievable, and but, it may or may not be. I'm not going to say I don't believe in it. Right, yeah. I mean, anything can be real. Yeah. You're I'm not, not going to, like, go around, like, being, like, hammering into people's heads that it is going on. Yeah. Because I don't know. But it's, Yeah, not based on that. Yeah. Not based on that movie or that film. Sorry, that 58-second-long film. 
Um, okay, so. Could cameras only record 50 seconds of film back then, or he just had a cheap camera? I think that's all, like, he got. And he was going to make a whole short film? <laughs> no, like, that's all he got, like, of the... No, it said he recorded till the film ran out. Oh, maybe he just didn't reload it. Yeah. I don't know. What am I, you know, like a camera Wasn't a very good filmmaker. I don't know a lot about animals, but well, I know. Well, here's the thing. He wasn't a filmmaker. That's the whole. Yeah. Okay, so Roger Patterson at this point, um, so this all happened in October 1967. Yes. It was when they allegedly recorded all of this. Um, at that point, he had already self-published books about Bigfoot yeah. and Yetis. Um, so he had, in 1958, found footprints, allegedly, okay. in the same area. Okay. So he meets Gimlin. They're both cowboys. They met at the Rio, which I think is a very important part of this story. <laughs> um... So he finds Gimlin. This is from uh, Patterson's perspective, his Patterson. side of the story. He meets Gimlin at the rodeo. He says, hey, I found this footprint. Do you want to come back with me to investigate? Yeah. Like, we'll bring a camera, blah, blah, blah. Like, he just needed, like, manpower, I guess. Yeah. So Gimlin agrees to go. And then that's when all of this happens. Um, but Bob Gimlin did have a chip on his shoulder, lost contact with Patterson after the whole thing happened. Was it over money? Was it over something else? Who knows? Um, but, uh, he's still alive. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like doing the con circuit. Yeah. Like he's talking, he's out there talking about Bigfoot. Um, Patterson died in uh, the seventies, I believe. He yeah, died very Young. Yeah, and he asked Gimlin for, he asked for Gimlin on his deathbed and revealed nothing, right? Okay, so me doing more research into this than I had previously known as well because of this, I my mind starts to go to, okay, maybe Patterson knew this whole thing, but Gimlin wasn't aware of it. Okay. Like, he really thinks he saw a big flight, yeah. and that's why he's like, he's like, what I saw, what I saw. So I'm like, maybe Patterson is a huckster, pulled one over on Gimlin also, and he thinks he knows what he saw. But then I start doing some more research, and I find out that um, some point, uh, I think the article was from like 2007, some investigator um, unearthed some uh, witnesses, to the okay. whole thing? Did you read any of this? No. Oh, it's so juicy. Oh, tell me, tell me, tell me. Okay. <clears throat> so there's this guy named Bob, another Bob, Bob Hieronymus, okay. who claims to be the person in the suit. <gasps> that there was a gorilla suit mm-hmm. that he was paid to put on mm-hmm. by both Patterson and Gimlin. Mm-hmm. Gimlin's the one that approached him mm-hmm. and said, hey, I, I need you to put on, do you want to make a couple bucks? You need someone to put on this gorilla suit, right? Um, And then you have this guy named Philip Morris, who was a costumer um, in California, Mm -hmm. and he says he's the one that made the suit. And he says uh, he was approached by Patterson Mm -hmm. for uh, just a gorilla suit. Mm -hmm. 
um, and then was contacted um, for extra gorilla fur that they could add to the suit to cover mm -hmm. the zipper and things like that. Um, and then uh, he got a phone call asking about how to make the suit fit differently. Um, and Philip Morris remembers distinctly saying, oh, go find a pair of like football, old football shoulder pads and mm -hmm. have the guy wear that under it to make him look bigger. Yeah. Um, and then Bob Hieronymus, during his interview and the whole thing, um, said he was wearing football shoulder pads and like he, they, he, they had no contact, these two guys, they had no idea who each other oh. were. So there's that. Um, and then the costume maker also said he could tell by the person who was wearing the suit that, um, it was really tight fitting, yeah. which, um, people who try to like dissect the tape, they always say like, you can see musculature under yeah. the suit as he's walking, yeah. which is something I always stood by too. I'm like, yeah. you can see their friggin' leg muscles. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, but that was because the suit was so tight fitting, yeah. which was also something Bob Hieronymus yeah. said, yeah, like I, the suit was almost too small for me. Yeah. So that's very interesting, I think. Mm -hmm. And um, just reading that kind of like sort of debunked the whole thing for me. But it's still very. Um, fun it's a really fun it's story very fun. yeah i also not that i'm trying to like say this isn't true but for this was 1967 that suit looks so good oh okay this was my favorite thing about it i'm so glad i, I remembered to bring this yeah. up so they said it was a football helmet yeah with like a flap of like fabric hanging in front of it yeah like for the face yeah and there's one frame of the movie of the film um when the creature looks back one of their eyes reflect like you can see it uh -huh. the sun reflect off their eye yeah um and it was always like a oh that's how you know it's not a human because the sun's reflecting on the eye yeah the guy in the suit had a glass eye <gasps> Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, he's like, that's my glass eye reflecting. Like straight, like this is straight crazy. up. That's crazy. That's crazy, right? crazy. But also, what if it's all a cover up? I mean, I just find it like, how much, how much money could Roger Patterson have gotten together to pay for this suit? I don't know. And, and that's a good, and Hollywood didn't have enough money to make a suit that looked that good. And this guy allegedly, allegedly, well, he is, um, if he's still alive, because the article I read was old. Um, but Philip Morris is still, like, one of the top costumers. Really? Yeah, he's still, like, a big deal. So, like, he knew his shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Wait, the head is a football helmet? The head is a football helmet with, like, a flap of... Like an old-style football helmet. Yeah. Like, like, not the ones we have today, no. obviously. Like, yeah. the ones that didn't protect people's heads back in the yeah, day. Yeah, maybe the face mask was off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they had like the whole thing like draped over it. And then like I don't know why he decided to give it boobas. Yeah. But he said he did. He like stuffed fabric down like the front of the costume so it had breasts. So like why? So this guy <laughs> This so, man okay so Roger Patterson pays this design pays this guy to make a costume. Buys this camera, 
is this guy say, hey, go put on this costume. Walk around and, in the woods. And walk around in the woods. But like... Because he was hoping people would really, really think it was real. But like, where did he go then? He just like went behind a rock and took off the costume and put it in a backpack and... Literally, yeah, because the guy's mom, Bob Hieronymus's mom... Yeah. ...was also able to verify, like, yeah, I was getting groceries out of the back of my station wagon and that stinky ass suit was in the back of it. Like, remembers. Yeah. Why did it take them so long to see something? I guess nobody really, like, came forward... Or, like, they weren't trying to talk about, it. oh, no, that, wait, who was it? I think it was Bob Hieronymus. I just wanted to be real so bad. I'm like, no, this didn't happen. It's a real thing, <laughs> but. Bob Hieronymus says uh, in the article I read that he um, told Gimlin that he was going to come forward. Okay. Um, and he said, I'm getting old. I just don't care anymore. I want to tell the truth. Yeah. So he's the one that originally broke his silence and then how this does, reporter found people to corroborate how does bob gimlin feel about this whole thing probably not swindled? great i'm sure i mean patterson was i think a bit of a huckster yeah um i don't know if you read about how he was like trying to sell toys and stuff he was uh -huh. like just one of those guys that yeah, like always yeah. has a thing that he's trying to yeah, sell yeah um so I, I'm sure he roped Gimlin in somehow, like, hey, there's money, fame, and fortune involved in this because people are going to think it's real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and... I wonder what happened to the suit. I don't know. Did he burn it, probably? Burn, or maybe they buried it. <gasps> That's weird. Oh, my God. If someone would find it. <laughs> someone find the suit. Oh, my God. I love this so much. I want someone to find it all. Yeah. Oh, this is great. It's so good, right? I would, like, all I really want, oh, my God, it, like, it will never happen, but I would just love, like, a, ooh, like, a film about this. Yeah, let's make it. Like, about, like, like. Somebody has to, because this is so. Like, all of this happening. It's great. Yeah. This is like... Um, Buying the suit, making the suit. Yeah. Oh, oh my God, someone needs to make a movie. Who, someone, I don't know. Let's get let's get someone on let's the phone. Let's get Scorsese to make this No, movie. I want a female I mean, director. He is good at making the great American film, and this is a great American story. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, coming away from this, I think I, I want... I want to believe yeah. whether this is actually a film of a Lady Bigfoot or not. Yeah. I still um, believe that there's something out there because it's fun. Yeah. Like, why not? How did they explain the gait of how it walked? Oh, so the gait was a big thing, and that's something people still stand by. Yeah. Which is like, no human walks like that. Yeah. And basically it came down to, okay, well... This guy was six foot tall. He was wearing a gorilla suit that was too small for him. Yeah. Football shoulder pads. Yeah. A face mask that he could barely see out of. He's missing an eye. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and he's, he's, uh, the fake, he's wearing fake feet that are like big floppy rubbery feet. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's basically like he's walking weird because he's wearing a bunch of weird stuff. Yeah. Um, and also... Um, somebody, I can't remember who it was, but basically someone was like, Bob Hieronymus walks like that. Like, if you've ever actually seen him walk, that's how he walks. 
I wonder, did he take this as like an acting opportunity? No, he was like just some kid, I think. I think. Maybe. You know what I find fascinating is I wonder what the direction was from Patterson. Yeah, I wonder if it... Because it was very blasé. It was very blasé. And, like, for them to... It was like they went under the guise of, like, creating some other type of film. And they were going to make it look like, oh, we were making this movie. But then there was a Bigfoot. Yeah. And we just happened to get the Bigfoot on tape. Yeah. But, like, that, they set out to, like, do the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Um... Yeah, it's crazy. I do believe, though. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff I don't believe in. Like, I don't know about the Loch Ness Monster. We should go to Buff Creek. And go do our own investigation? Yeah. Go poke around? Hey, if you're going to get me to go, like, hiking again, at least, like, give me (laughs) some incentive. There's a Bigfoot out here. All right, I'll go look for the Bigfoot. If you saw a Bigfoot in the woods, would you be scared of it? I mean, if it was acting the way that thing was acting, no. Yeah. But if it was like Thais on yellow jackets eating dirt, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yum, 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 yeah, yum, that yum. I'd be scared of. But if it was Ugh. just this thing walking and that looked back at me like gross. Um and then you can like pretty clearly see that there's like a zipper track up the back of it. You can't see the zipper, but it's like it's kind of Show there. me. We're gonna go <laughs> investigate now off. <laughs> off microphone. It does look real. It does does. look real. That's the thing. It looks real. Okay. This is our live (laughs) watching or looking at. Okay. This is Sasquatch watch. That's nothing. Uh, No. Oh, Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, yeah. Look at that. And it kind of has a big old butt. What I don't, I think... Uh, this is like, oh, it has a bumpy skull like an ape. The face just looks... The face does look weird. The face, I don't know how they could have achieved that face without, like... I don't know. Like, that That can't just be a... <laughs> I, I'm, I'm trying to, like, make excuses, but, like, I don't understand how in 1969 that was a mask. I don't know. But it's also on, like, really bad film and shaky. And, um, like, you can find stabilized, like, cleaned up, but... Still, you can't see the face. It still looks like a big hairy thing walking at the end of the day. How far away was Gimlin from this whole thing? I think there was... Far enough away that this fooled him in real life? Oh, yeah, allegedly. (laughs) Um... Yeah, he was saying, I don't remember, he, like, the horse reacted, and that's how he knew something was up, and he looked over, and, like, there it was. Yeah. Yeah. He said he didn't see anything until, like, the horse spooked. The horse spooked. Weird. I'm just thinking of, like, the mask and trog. (laughs) It's very trog. It's giving trog. And being, like, that didn't fool me. Well, that's trog. And that was the same year. This guy already had Bigfoot money, so. 
That's what I, you're telling me that Roger Patterson had more money than the Joan Crawford film? That's sad. That's sad. Oh no, Joan oh no. Crawford. That just adds another layer to how fucking sad drunk is. Oh no. Oh, like we needed another reason. Now whenever I talk about drunk, I'm going to be like, you see how bad that costume is? And there was someone out there who made the Bigfoot costume at the same time. The Bigfoot costume. Yeah. And that guy was straight up like the costume maker. He's like, I know those feet like because one um point that a lot of people make is that the bottom of the foot was uh, a lighter color yeah yeah, yeah. and they're like that's like not a human trait or yeah. whatever um and the costumer is like that's i made that foot like out of an impression of my foot so like i can tell like that's my foot Oh. Yeah, very strange. I know, I know. It's di- disappointing, but like still. Also, just weird. It took so long for someone to come forward. Someone to come forward. It's a long time to keep a really. Yeah. I'd say big secret because this secret. this started like a whole thing. Yeah. 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 This was like the the thing that started. Maybe big Patterson was paying them off the whole time. Maybe. But then after he died, why did it take it so long? Though? After he died, the money must have dried up. All that Bigfoot money. Yeah. No, I don't know. I think maybe they just, like, at that point, like, how old are they now? I mean, this guy was almost 30 when he wore the suit. Yeah. And that was 50 years ago. Hey, I want to I feel like this costume designer should have some backup. <laughs> like a sketch or something. I feel like... The costume designer is the one who the movie should be made about. Yes. Because I feel like he's the most interesting character in this whole thing. And what was his name? His name is Philip Morris, the costume-making man. We can't call it Philip Morris. Is that, isn't that, like, something? I feel like that's, so, is that that's like already a, something. It's already something, for sure. Philip Morris lawyer? Is, is that, like, a bank or something? Yeah. I love you, Philip Morris. The movie, the film, I Love You, Philip Morris. That's a movie? It's a movie with Ewan McGregor and Jim Carrey. Oh, no, never heard. They're homosexuals. <gasps> yeah, it's really fun. It's a funny movie. Oh, good for them. Um, uh, have you, I'm assuming not, seen any other, like, hoaxy Bigfoot, Bigfoot stuff, stuff? Or maybe... I, I do, I don't want to go too far into this, because I already have um, an alien-adjacent <laughs> subject for you to read about, <gasps> but, like, any, are, had you been familiar with any other, like, hoaxes along this line before you read about this? Of, like, I guess not really, yeah. when it comes to my hoaxes, I do love a good hoax. Right? You know what's my, my favorite hoax? What's that? And who knows if it's a hoax, but I love the D.B. Cooper story. Oh, the D.B. Cooper story is Which has nothing fun. to do with what we're talking about. No. But, like, that's a good it's, that it's I It's a enjoy. good hoax, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And then um, recently somebody came forward about that, too. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Also, they did... I mean, I like it because they did an entire bit about it in Prison Break. Oh, did they? Yeah, where he was in... Like, one of the guys he was in prison with was D.B. Cooper. 
and like the guy was actually like a real cool guy. It was like this old man. Of course, he was a real cool guy. Yeah. I know you didn't watch Mad Men, but that was one theory of how the show was going to end. Oh, really? Was Tom Draper was DB Cooper the whole time, which uh, honestly was perfect. Like I don't know, it definitely would have been a cop out, yeah, but it's yeah. still fun to think. Yeah. There was a fairly recent Bigfoot type hoax mm. that kind of had me going for a minute. I think this was back in like 2008 or 9. Some guys said um, they found one and killed it. And they had a picture of it in a cooler. And it looked a lot like like a dead Bigfoot in a cooler. It was like guts. Like they were hunters. And like they came forward later and said like, yeah, it's a hoax. Um, But the picture they released was like essentially a gorilla mask and some stray fur on top of a pile of guts in yeah. a cooler and it looked like a dead Bigfoot and it had people going for like a minute you know what's like the craziest thing about this whole thing is that Bob Gimlin has said that if he could go back in time he would have shot it to prove that it was real mm-hmm. and if he was not in on it and he shot it that would have been really bad I know. Because he would have murdered a man. Okay, so maybe that's why they, like, Patterson was like, you can't shoot it. Yeah. Maybe that's why they, like, made an agreement to where he can't shoot it. Yeah. Because Patterson knew it was a person in the suit and Gimlin didn't. Yeah. Ooh, I don't know why, like, I support Gimlin's perspective through this whole thing a little bit more. Like, I like to believe that he didn't really know what he was getting into. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I don't know, he seems like an endearing old man now. Yeah. And his wife's name was Patty, and also that's what they were calling... The Bigfoot, yeah. They were calling the Bigfoot Patty. Yeah. I don't think she liked it very much. (laughs) (laughs) Babe, you don't like that? Hey, babe, you don't like that we're calling the Harry... That's so funny. Yeah, the the giant hairy creature. We, you don't like that we're giving it your name, babe? Remind me after we get off to tell you something. Okay. I want you to watch something that I think you'll enjoy. Okay. It has something to do with cowboys. But yeah. You want to wrap it up? Yeah, sure. Um, okay, well, that's it, I think. I think that's it, if, too. Unless you have anything else to add. Uh, you know, <laughs> watch us, listen, not watch us, listen to us next week. Next week. Yeah. Same bat time, same bat channel. Yeah. Where we're going to talk about something that um, Jilly's going to have me research. Yeah. And I feel like these are getting weirder and weirder. They are. And I have a pretty good one in mind. So excited. It's, it has nothing to do with what we talked about, but it reminded me of it. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. Bye. Follow our Instagram. Let's share and see.